When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Ben Sherratt scored his second goal of the game, 103 into overtime to give Montreal a 5-4 victory at Calgary here at the Saddledome. Jeff Petrie, Nick Suzuki, and Mike Hoffman also scored for Montreal. And the Hamburger made 30 saves. Can we get the guy some red, white, and blue pads, please? He had green and white pads, for God's sake. What was Junior B? It's a National Hockey League. Get him some pads that match. Anyways, they won. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, all. Happy Monday. Welcome to the RP Show. And yes, we are coming from a different part of the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. This, this is what I had envisioned. A month ago when we came here, we got uh, Darren Moose DuPont with us, the president and CEO of DuPont Media. How you doing, Moose? Top of the world. This, yeah. is, this is a great spot. Yeah, we Sounds are good. on the stage bar here in the casino. Now, oddly enough, the Moose is like literally 15 feet away from me. It looks like yeah. you're in a completely different room. But we'll get the wide shot. And we cracked the lid on a brand new week here of your favorite daytime sports talk show across uh, 10 provinces in Canada, 31 states. And I'm going to tell you something. Everybody's in a good, bouncy mood here at Gray Eagle today. I feel like, listen, we could just be an in-house show for their entertainment of all the staff here and the people that come by here. Right. You know? Because Alex just stopped me this morning. He is, uh, well, he said maintenance guy. He's the jack of all trades, yeah. Alex. And he goes, Rod, just discovered your show on Spotify. Love it. Works here at Gray Eagle. How Security guys all over it, right? Yeah, yeah. how about that? So I'm okay. If we're, if we're just entertainment for the Gray Eagle people, I'm o- more than okay with that. And now we've kind of going to open this up later in the week for live studio audience. So it's only taken a month, but we finally figured it out. So you and Brandon, great job, guys. Thank you. I'm pulling this all together. Yeah, it was a lot of Brandon, a lot of the crew here, and uh, we just came and put the finishing touches on this morning. Yeah. So Bob's your uncle. We're in a great mood. We're ready to talk sports. Uh, and actually, I guess... What we always do is open with the weekend photo album, and we got some great photos here for Great Western Brewing Company. Do you have them ready to go, Clark? Uh, So that is a no. Okay, so I will jump in. Can you hit the quick six show uh, topic one, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. Uh, By the way, on the way, Sean Simpson from TSN 1200 Ottawa and the voice of the Oilers, Gino DiPaoli, here in hour two, right on the set. That's coming up. Number one, NHL one-timers from Sunday. Let's talk about those Winnipeg Jets. And disclaimer, 
not against you, Winnipeg. I'm not against the Jets. But Chris Kreider scored twice, and the New York Rangers beat Winnipeg 4-1 at Canada Life Center. Nikolai Ehlers scored for Winnipeg. Connor Hellebuck finished with 18 saves. Rangers led 2-0 and 2-1 by periods, despite being outshot 46-22 by Winnipeg. The loss left the Jets five points out of a playoff spot. So let's analyze that a little bit, Moose. You were in the car driving here, so you didn't see any of the game. I saw bits and pieces. When are they going to face facts? Kevin Sheveldayoff said last week, the general manager of the Jets, once we get our guys back, once we get Ehlers back, we're a different team. Darren Dreger, whom I love like family, was singing from that same hymn book. And I'm like, I just don't see it. And I think at some point they need to wake up and smell the coffee. And my point on all this is, Darren, yeah, I spent 17 years in major junior hockey, full-time employed, lifelong hockey fan. There was a saying, still is in junior, if you're not in contention to win it all at the trade deadline, then you should start making the moves to get better in the years ahead. Yeah, do, you not, do you not think that, that extrapolates to scale to the National Hockey League? Like The Jets are just trying to crawl to get into the playoffs just to say they got into the playoffs. It was like the Vancouver Canucks going into the regular season. All the, If we make the playoffs, it'll be a good year. I don't know. I think if you're not in it to win it, then what's the point? I think Winnipeg needs to get two weeks today to decide, to do, do you know what, or get off the pot. And I think they got to start selling off pieces. Why are they fooling themselves out there? I know. The only difference I will say is in the National Hockey League, different than junior, I think, if you get in, you've got a shot. If you can get in at number seven or number eight, we've seen that happen. And not just once or twice. We've seen it happen a few times. So I think because of that, the gap is a lot smaller in the NHL. So if you get in, you've you got a better chance to contend. In junior hockey, I think there's a bigger gap who's in the top and, and who's at the bottom. But that being said, you know, if the Jets don't think they can contend and if they're not you know, showing signs of life here in the next two weeks, significant signs of life, they might have to make those hard decisions. And someone's got to be the bad, you know, unpopular dad and make all these tough decisions that six months from now you'll be like, oh, okay, I see what you were doing there and we appreciate it. Well, so you're all just trying to make the playoffs to save your jobs? Is that what you're trying to do? I could go deeper into the Winnipeg Jets situation but obviously, well, I, am, I will. Dave Lowry, the head coach, said after the game, hey, we've had 40-plus shots, two straight games. We're doing some great things. We need to sit back and see why we aren't winning these games. I love Dave. Great hockey man. Interviewed him several times. It's not working. And if you didn't know right after the game why you lost that game, we got bigger problems. That's, we'll, we'll get to it later. So. Sorry, it was in my ear. We'll come back on the Winnipeg Jets. I'm not anti-Winnipeg, but this is just what I see. I see the viewers are chiming in with Battle of Alberta tonight. Yes, Flames Waters, that's coming up later on. But we'll decide the topic. I came on to the show in a great mood, and now I'm pissed off. What happened? You know what happened. St. Paul, Minnesota, Jason Robertson had his second hat-trick in as many games, and the Dallas Stars beat the Minnesota Wild 6-3 Sunday. In Chicago, Victor Hedman scored twice. Mikhail Sergachev had a goal and two assists, and Tampa Bay beat Chicago 6-3. In Las Vegas, Jack Eichel scored a power play goal of 5.2 seconds remaining and to give Vegas the 2-1 win over Ottawa. It's five losses in a row for the Sens, and John Simpson will be joining us later to break it down. 
in a rally. Martin Necka scored with 9.38 to go to give Carolina its first lead of the game and a 3-2 win over Seattle. In New Jersey, Dougie Hamilton scored in overtime. Rookie Nico Dawes made 19 saves in New Jersey. Edge St. Louis 3-2 after blowing a 2-0 lead in the third. Ricard Raquel scored 14 seconds into overtime. And Anaheim beat San Jose 3-2 for their second win over the Sharks in this six-game homestand. And finally in Buffalo, the early game. I was pounding away on the treadmill watching the game going, is this from yesterday or is this live? As it turned out, it was live. Early. It was a very early game. Andreas Athanasiu scored twice, including the 100th of his career. Cal Peterson, no relation, stopped 19 shots, and L.A. defeated Buffalo 3-0. Before we move on to other topics, the poll question today for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies, is which NHL team's goaltending is the most concerning? Your options are Redmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto, sorry, not Winnipeg, Edmonton, Florida, Toronto, or other. The obvious answer is Edmonton, but his team's the Leafs, and apparently, like, I'm not really following the Leafs. Got enough to follow, but you seem concerned. You have six goals against Vancouver when you had a lead, three in the third period. Yeah. It's, you know, Jack Campbell hasn't been steady. We don't know if Peter Morazic can handle the load. Um, it's, it's an issue for the Leafs right now, and Florida has had one of the worst uh, the worst numbers in the calendar year, 2022. So since January, I think they've been 30th in the league. So that's a tough uh, place to be, too. And Florida's the team trying to compete for a cup, just like Toronto and Edmonton. I'm not looking at poll results yet because we just posted it not that long ago. It's going to fluctuate over the next 23 hours. But my guess is it'll be the Edmonton Oilers. And the thing is... I love Chevy. We were at that news conference with him. Remember, uh, it was in August, wasn't it? That was, yeah. And uh, you said he was gunning me. Was that a fact? Yeah. That's fine. Checking you out. Right. I get it. Oh, we think we have a great group. Yes, don't go by what he says. Ken Holland said the same thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah. By the way, if you're coming down to Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, which now people are opening it up, they're writing into the show, they're like, are you going to have a live studio audience? Yes, we actually are. But unless I yell at the top of my lungs, you're not going to be able to hear me. So come on down and put the phone on YouTube, put your mobile device on YouTube and watch it, and we'll be up here. I did it in Las Vegas. I can't remember the name. The Gold Coast Casino in Las Vegas. I went and watched a radio show with the owner, Bill Foley of the Golden Knights. And I couldn't hear a word they were saying. Right. Didn't care. It's cool just to be there. It was cool just to be there. I would suggest it would be the same thing for you people. Before we move on, thank you. It hit me yesterday, my hot little hands. Guy texted me and said, what about this report? The Calgary Flames are breaking off arena talks with the city of Calgary and are now going into talks with Sutina Nation leaders about building a new arena out here at Grey Eagle, or more specifically this Treaty 7 land that we're on and have been for the last month. And uh, the guy that reported it was Mo Seeger. Okay. Sounds like a rocker. Yeah. Not a rep- I don't know who he is, but he reported it, and I thought, that all plays into the hands of 
the band leaders here at Sutina Nation because they've got big plans for sports and entertainment. They already built a hockey rink over here that the Hitmen use occasionally. Um, it's in my commentary today. I talked about it at rodpeterson.com. Three sheets of ice over there. An NHL-caliber video scoreboard. Would you disagree with that? No. A, a gym facility that would rival any NCAA Division I football program. So people are so people are poo-pooing this report, saying, no, 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 this is just a tactic by the Flames. No, no, no. The uh, Sutina's too far out of the city. What are you talking about? It's a nine-iron chip shot over Glenmore Trail from Mount Royal. Right. Where I went to university. Do you think it could happen? Because I'm starting to think that it could happen. Why not? You know, when you think of location, the, you know, the beautiful new development, the West Hills there. Yeah. I mean, that's five minutes away, less than five minutes away. Um, yeah, the Glenmore Trails there, it's, what, 20 minutes to get down to where the Saddle Dome is now from out here? It's not far. Um, good location, lots of open land, beautiful space. And if that's what it takes to get a deal done, then it's what it takes to get a deal done. We love downtown arenas because how you can mix in all of the other things, right? The the restaurants and the shopping and spend the day and go to the game and the hotels and all that stuff. But, you know, if it's not going to happen, you need an, a new arena, you know, to attract big shows, to, you know, attract big infrastructure, to attract big business and build the community. I'm a big fan. And if it's out here, it's out here. So that's our thoughts on that. <clears throat> um... Somebody wrote in here and says, uh, BW watching. I think he's in Edmonton. He says, is anyone in Florida watching? Well, I'm sure there's a few, but my Florida peeps have said, you talk too much CFL on there. Can't handle the CFL. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about. It's like, with all due profuse apologies, someone, one of the advisors has said to me that I should not spend as much time going to Junior A or putting it on my social media. I'm like, that's never going to change. Never. Because I love it. Same with the CFL. So I don't know where the Florida people are. Maybe they're watching. Maybe they're not. Shoot us a message if they are. From Chris Jarl, he's watching in Surrey, B.C. He says, are the Canucks ever going to get some love? They've been looking good. Talk to me when they make the playoffs, bro. Not even talk about winning a Stanley Cup, forget it. Mike in Toronto says, do you think Canada has just such a microscope on goalies that they feel the pressure way more? Nope. It's a great question. It's a, it's a fantastic question. But it's the most important position on a hockey team. So I don't care whether you're in Sunrise, Florida, or Edmonton, Alberta, stop the puck. Well, and in the markets, in terms of pressure, yeah, I would, you know, Canada's just got more pressure on their hockey teams, period, just because of the fan bases and the microscope on them. But, you know, look at what happened in, in, in Vegas, right? You had two of the best goaltenders in the world, and there was still so much scrutiny on every single shot that they were stopping and every goal that they let in to the point where they traded one of them. Uh, Katie Flurry watching. She says, they shouldn't tell you what to talk about. It's your show. Right? That's like me telling the folks here at the buffet at Grego, hey, you want to throw some pizza on there? But you tried. I did try. <laughs> and I got the same reaction that I would give somebody who tells me what to do. There's an egg on your shoe. Beat it. They didn't quite say it like that, but that was the implication. Yeah. Which, incidentally, you missed out this weekend because you were back in the homeland 
they pushed 1,800 people through the buffet here. There was a four-hour wait this weekend Wow! to get in. What can I say? Advertising works. 1,800 people. That's a lot of pecan pie. Uh, moving. Are they worried about them running out of food? They didn't, though. How about that? Tim Hortons Briar continues today in Lethbridge in the morning draw. Matt Dunstone, Kevin Cooey, and Brendan Botcher all look to remain unbeaten at the Canadian men's curling national playdowns. Later, Brad Gushu squares off against Jamie Cooey of the territories. Um, we'll talk about curling a little later if people are interested in that. A quick note on NASCAR. Alex Bowman and Larson went wheel-to-wheel Sunday in a two-lap overtime shootout at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. The racing was clean from the restart to the checkered flag, and Bowman bested the reigning NASCAR champion for his first win of the season. The win made it two straight for Hendrick through three cup races. The winningest owner in NASCAR now has 281 career victories. How about that? How about that? That's point 3A. Point 3B is the Western Hockey League. Here's what happened on Sunday. Seattle beat Tri-City 6-2. Kelowna beat Vancouver 5-4. And in the 60 to 90 seconds we have left, you called two Pats games on television this weekend. Unfortunately, two, from our perspective, two one-goal losses. How'd Bedard look? Because I get asked about him every single day out here. Up and down, missing a lot of players in the lineup on Friday night. Got a couple more back on Saturday. He looked okay. Extended his point streak, though, to 15 games. So he had had points in both games, including, you know, a couple of goals. And I thought he looked pretty good. Tough losses, though. Pats look good, but two tough losses. Are the Pats going to make the playoffs? They got a couple games in hand. They might make the playoffs. They got a shot. But Red Deer looked really good. Really good. Oh, I know. They're I saw heavy the Winnipeg Ice. Yeah, they're very good. So when we come back, we got a lot more to get to, including the BOA tonight. Oilers at Flames. We'll go back and look at the weekend photo album because that was setting up my entire warm-up as to what we did on the weekend. So we'll reset when we come back, okay? It's the RP Show, and we're live from Grey Eagle Resorting Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. You're watching on Game Plus Television. And also, if you missed the show, you can catch us on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Game day in Calgary. How about this? They're packing the team store already, Moose. (laughs) It's the Flames and the Oilers tonight. And I'm just checking. uh, Clark alerted me to the amount of people that entered our contest. Oh, boy. Okay, we got to pick a winner. I just opened the 902 text line, and we got a few people that correctly picked weekend game results, and therefore we're going to have to go with a random draw to see who won. A lot of regulars. A lot of people showing up. We should turn the camera this way. Show everybody what we're looking at here. It's amazing. I love it. It's pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. People are getting to work. This is the stage bar, and I'll tell you something. I know this doesn't mean a lot for our Spotify listeners because it's a that's an audio thing, not a visual thing. But the first night I came here, whatever night it was, January 21st, I think, was the night of the Palace Athena's uh, MMA event. Right. So I'm roaming this casino, and there was a band playing right where we are. Okay. And the place was jumping. It was packed. 
I came back the next day, and I'm roaming around Moose, and I'm like, where's this, where was the stage? Where was the band? I'm like, I'm not drinking anymore. Why can I not? <laughs> and you were trying to tell me, nuts? we did three or four laps of the entire place <laughs> trying to find it. But where there was a, st- Darren, I'm telling you, there was a, there was a stage and a band. And I we just couldn't like, find it anywhere. I'm like, in what world? Were you even in this building? Because we've taken laps, and we can't I find it. I was like, was I roofied? Uh, but no, they pulled these black curtains around the stage and we couldn't find it. And that's where they drop three large projection screens and they show the games. One behind oh, yeah. me, it's big time. one over your right shoulder. Yeah, and so it just completely hides it and you didn't know it even existed. These guys and gals know what they're doing. Pros. Jordan and uh, Clark would love hanging around these guys too, just like we do. They get it. Anyways. Let's go to the uh, weekend photo album, because I think this is going to be very interesting. It's presented by Great Western Brewing Company, extra smooth, extra refreshing, fine original 16 at a store near you today. This uh, was from Saturday at the Saddle Dome. The stars of PWA Wrestling. They, they put a wrestling ring on the ice at the end of the game. What? <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. I don't know who these guys are. The one guy's name was Thickness. How about that? <laughs> what a handle. Yeah, the and thickness. The, and the other guy kind of looked like Pitbull. Yeah. So kudos, 7,454 showed up in the Saddle Dome after the Hitman Oil Kings game, and it was a blast. So that was fun. And then what else? This was uh, Sunday afternoon. You were back in the homeland, so yes. I was driving around. And I paid some guy and his kid some cash to take a couple shots. <laughs> That's a great spot. That's Heart Mountain there. I can only assume because it looks like a heart. Okay. Looks great. Yeah. And so that was part of my weekend. How about you? There's mom and dad. Tell your dad to look up. I know, right? He's, uh, he was ordering his, uh, his eggs Benedict there at the, uh, the breakfast place. We had brunch, beautiful spot in the Science Center in Regina. Um, so saw mom and dad. They came in and visited. Then on Sunday, I went by the library, and our buddy Tristan, he said uh, he was going to be there. So I stopped by to see him. He was printing out some photos. He had his RP Show shirts on. And uh, then he made sure that I got, I signed them all. He wants your signature on the new ones. It's on the old ones, but uh, some photos of you and I. And he's, he wants everybody to know, in addition to being a big Cody Fajardo fan, he's now a big Winnipeg Blue Bombers guy. And he has all the football cards, like all of them. Milt Stegall, you wow. name it. Pretty I get good. it. It's a great weekend. Do me a favor, pull out a tape measure and measure the size of your dad's biceps. He's got like <laughs> Hulk Hogan arms, man. I know. Huge arms. Twisting wrenches his whole life, as you would say. That's right. What are you looking? Oh, you're looking in the camera? I thought you were looking over here. <laughs> I know. Um, so we're back on track. Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, The Flames team store is on fire already. Oh, yeah, they're packing them in there. Jason Austin watching on YouTube says, I'm attending my first NHL game tonight in two-plus years. Go Flames! da da dun da dun da 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 from BW watching on YouTube, says your picture on Facebook shows how crazy the stage is. This is immense. I think I said to Darren, we can't lose sight of the fact that this immense facility just outside Calgary has welcomed us down to broadcast our show and set up a stage with our logo. It's, I can't be more grateful than I am. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Renata Belcourt watching on YouTube says the buffet is awesome. And I was bragging to Moose before we went to air. I've had a buffet every day for a month. 
and I've gained no weight. That's outstanding. That is a, that's a fact. That's outstanding. I mean, I don't even know how that's possible. Pink drink and running three, four miles a day. I've been moving, running a little bit, walking, getting in the gym once in a while, you know, that kind of thing. But I might need the pink drink after all these buffets. It works, I'm telling you. So a couple more points on the quick six show topics, and then we'll get into more of tonight's NHL games. The Edmonton Stingers lost to Riel Esteli 89-73 on the second night of a back-to-back at the Basketball Champions League of America's tournament in Nicaragua. Alex Campbell scored a team-high 21 points for Edmonton. Murphy Bernatowski added 17 points, and Chad Postumus recorded his second BCL America's double-double with 14 points and 10 rebounds. The Edmonton Stingers will host the final window March 14th to the 16th at Windsport Arena in Calgary. Tickets available now at cebl.ca. The games will also be on CBC Gem and CEBL+. Our wrap of the weekend in the NLL. In the featured game, as Stephen Stamp said, our NLL insider was the Toronto Rock, home to the New York Riptide. Rock won 12-9 in the hammer. Panther City, the expansion team, beat Saskatchewan 17-16 in overtime. Significant blow to the playoff hopes of the Rush, who are now 3-7. Buffalo beat Albany 12-11. Halifax over Vancouver 14-12. The Calgary Roughnecks lost 9-4 to San Diego. By the way, the Roughnecks are hosting a St. Patrick's Day party. Did you hear that? Against the Rush. Yeah. So going to be wild. You know where we'll Wilder be. than normal. Exactly. And Georgia beat Rochester 17-16. So if any of that tickles your fancy, we can uh, kick that around a little later throughout this program. By the way, Sean Simpson coming up from TSN 1200 Ottawa. And also Gino DePauli, the voice of the Okotoks orders. I had such a great time Friday night. I went down to Okotoks and uh, watched the playoff game there between the Oilers and the Black Vaults Bulldogs. And we'll all talk more with Gino about it in an hour or two, but I couldn't believe how many NHL people were there. Tons of NHL people there. And, yeah, I won't go any further. I just had a great time. I was a little surly when I pulled up to the rink because it was cold and I was alone. And I walk in and I'm, all these friends are there. And it reminds me of my dad who once said, I can walk into any rink in Saskatchewan and I know I'll run into somebody I know, and I know I'll be able to call him a friend. That's what my dad said. That's cool. And I'm like, I, now I can do it in Saskatchewan and maybe other places too. How about that? How about that? You do it in Alberta now. How about that? Because that's always the weird feeling, pulling up by yourself. You're like, okay, you know, I'm going to go here and stand by myself. It was exactly what it was. And a complete 180 when you walk in the door. Well, I'll tell you something. One guy I don't mind saying that I ran into was Wade Klippenstein, one of the top cheeses in the scouting department of the Colorado Avalanche, the number one team in the NHL. I don't know if he's the head scout or not, but if he's not, he's up there. And I'm like, Clipper, quite quite the season you're having with the Avs. And he's like, yeah, well, we lost 2-1 to the last place team last night. <laughs> That's how hockey people are, though. <laughs> of course. They live in the now. And, you know, yeah, you're number one and going to, you know, really contend for a cup, but... They're really upset that they lost 2-1. to one. Yeah, they don't spend too much time patting themselves on the back. I think, have we lost Moose? What do we need to do here? Yes. Oh, Simmer logged in. They're telling you to uh, refresh and you'll be just fine. Yeah. I, but the people can still hear you, so that's fantastic. That's a good thing. Uh, yeah, so, oh, there's Simmer. He showed up on the screen. <sighs> it's 
always like, you're on, don't do anything. We got Moose back. How are we doing for time? We got about three minutes, three to four minutes left in this segment. So let's spend a minute on it. Five games in the National Hockey League tonight. Let's, there's no doubt the featured game is in Calgary. It's the Flames and the Oilers. One of these five games. I'm not even going to... Well, your Leafs are at Columbus, but... That's right. Are you more interested in that game or this one tonight? No, I'm more interested in this game tonight, the Battle of Alberta. I mean, this is a big game, right? I mean, the Flames have been able to answer all these different tests along the way, and they're one of the hotter teams in the NHL over the last, you know, month or so. Um, And Edmonton, I mean, this just brings out the best in them too, right? So I'm really curious to see what happens tonight, see if the Oilers or the Flames can get out to a a good start and who wins tonight. Well, yeah. Yeah. That is the featured game tonight, and I'll pick the Flames to win. I'm sure if we check the bet regal odds, and a little later we may, I'm sure they have Flames favored by 1.5. Every game's favored. The favorite's like the spread's 1.5. Yep. I will not be going to the game tonight. So if you're interested, you and I can go to the buffet. I think uh, you might have been kicked out already, so. Of of your not of this oh, casino I, or the I rink. See. Do we want to do this again? Yeah, no, don't. I'll handle this. All right. You and I will enjoy another buffet tonight at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We'll watch the game on television here at the stage bar. And here's the reason. Yeah. Because Tuesday night I'm going to the Flames and the Capitals with my buddy Bob. I'm going to be sitting there. Wednesday I'm going to watch Canmore in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I uh, who the heck have they got? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Canmore is playing. Wednesday, going to watch my relation out there, Ethan. And then Thursday, I'm going to the Orders and the, or sorry, the Flames and the Lightning. And then Friday, so far in the future, I have no idea. Cheapest ticket tonight is $88 on the resale sites. 88 bucks, the cheapest How ticket. about that? Oh, yeah, so I'm not buying a ticket to go to the game tonight. The press box is stuffed. As a matter of fact, that's what we'll get into with Sean Simpson next. Because here in Calgary, the press box, there's no room because the trade deadline's coming up. Every team's sending scouts in here to watch the Flames because they're going to be dealing somebody off, they think, to make a bigger, uh, you know, fortify themselves for a run to the Stanley Cup. So we'll talk about that with Sean Simpson and more from TSN 1200 Ottawa when we return. You're watching the RP Show live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. On Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Good. Hey, the scene of the crime tonight, this is where it all goes down. The BOA, Calgary Flames home to the Edmonton Oilers tonight. And, of course, you can watch it on Sportsnet Flames, Sportsnet Oilers. We'll be talking about that and other things with our next guest when he's ready, Sean Simpson from TSN 1200 Ottawa. You saw him earlier make a cameo, and then we lost him, Clark says, so we're getting him back. Um, So I will delve into the chat. How about that? Because, I, like I say, people are somewhat punchy, in a good mood today to open a brand new week, which is very good for a Monday. Where are we? Gino DiPaoli writes in the voice of the Oilers. He says, are the tables open? I'm pulling into the station, baby. That's our hour two, or, uh, hour two guest, Gino DiPaoli, the voice of the Oilers. 
It's uh, 24-7, bro. The casino is open 24-7. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat is watching, and she says, a four-hour wait for the buffet? You guys must have backdoor passes. Nope, wouldn't be that guy. Wouldn't cut the line. I just said, I'll go midweek for the buffet. It's a Friday-Saturday night deal. And by the way, Jason Austin watching on YouTube says, Oilers are kryptonite to the Flames. Well, tonight we'll find out. Let's go to Ottawa now. TSN 1200's Sean Simpson joins us. TSN Simmer. It's two weeks today, Simmer. NHL trade deadline, if you don't mind. And I'm wondering, since you're in Ottawa and you're covering the Sens so religiously, maybe what you expect the Sens to do, the losers of five in a row after losing in Vegas last night. Well, I think they'll trade for Johnny Hockey, um, probably do a couple other things and take a run for the playoffs. Well, maybe not. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot. Now with Matt Murray being injured, you literally look at this, right? You say, hey, probably can't trade Forsberg. I think Sanford will be a light deal. And question, really a question of Nick Paul. Uh, do they get him signed, which I think they want to. That's about as much activity as I see from the Ottawa Senators. I don't see the Ennis, the Tierneys, or a lot of other guys having much interest around the league. So I think they'll finish the season. So as it sits as as of today, I think it'll be pretty quiet here in Ottawa. Well, Simmer, as you well know, the general manager got an extension in the offseason in Ottawa, got the same head coach back, but they're going to miss the playoffs. Still very young, yeah. and I saw them play in Florida. They work incredibly hard. But was more expected from the Sens this year from you and the fan base? Well, you know what? I think more was expected with the start. And once again, there were some issues there as far as some of the personnel, the goaltending, I think, overall. But, hey, if you look at this big picture, there's been an advance with the younger players. I expected them to be, I guess, in the playoff talk, almost like Detroit, but I didn't expect a ton more. The thing you really look at when you look at this team is the core is evolving. It's maturing. It takes some time. But the last couple of years here, most of the additions and things they've tried to do to improve the hockey club haven't worked. So I think that's where the pressure is. And I do really think the old rubber will meet the road next year. I think as you start the fall, there will be some expectations they'll have to get off to a better start and i think overall most of those things are in place but as i said it's a long long process here as you know in a rebuild so i didn't expect them to be a playoff team but i didn't speak, expect them to be out of the playoffs by november either must follow on twitter at tsn simmer and by the way you can get game plus television all across ontario on rogers cable and kojiko cable to trade deadline day in two weeks time yeah any predictions? What do you think is going to go uh, No. Well, no. I mean, I think the obvious is Montreal. I mean, a guy like Ben Sherratt, there's going to be activity there. Uh, you look at it, then first year with 32 teams, you got 16 aren't going to make it. Clearly in the East, I think the eight are defined. It's quite a playoff race in the West and what's going to happen. But no, I, I think realistically, how many players are involved? The big boys like Drew or Automatics, are they going to go? I don't think much will happen in Chikrin. Do they move Petrie? I think it'll be the usual activity, but probably a little more competition in a sense of in the East. I could see Boston going for a big move. And then in the West, I think any of the teams out there, including Edmonton, I don't know how you can go to the deadline without a goaltender, but also what is the market for that goaltender and who is it? So it'll be typical. It'll be active, but I don't think we're going to see any mega trades come playoff deadline time. 
Okay, Simmer, what are they saying in your circles? Because as you well know, out here in Alberta, Ken Holland made headlines last week with saying, with Mike yeah. Smith healthy and Koskinen healthy, we're comfortable with our goaltenders. And we're like, yeah. what are you seeing? What did you think when you yeah. heard that? Well, you know what? Kenny is supposed to say that. And, you know, the funny part, when Kenny worked in Detroit, how many years and how many people, including Brian Murray, got fired when Kenny took over after they made the Bob Ascens a trade? I mean, historically, Detroit had so many issues trying to find that final piece. What else would you say when you brought Mike Smith back, gave him a two-year contract? You had to predict as an older goaltender, and what a great career, what a battler. But the wheels have come off. In the case of Koskinen, he's either good or terrible. And in this case, I think a change of you know scenery would certainly help. So I appreciate that he says that. But at the end of the day, hey, if you don't do any of this trade deadline, you don't make the playoffs, then probably his job is going to be in jeopardy. So uh, you're looking around. You're wondering, is it Marc-Andre Fleury? You wonder what's really up out there but at this point in the season if you're kenny holland what else would you say <laughs> not going to throw the two under the bus that you might have to go with on, on the 22nd of march going forward good point and maybe a little bit of job preservation and guys that don't want to admit maybe they were wrong he also said he wasn't going to fire dave tippett and three weeks later he yeah. did but here's an interesting yeah. wrinkle for you simmer oh go ahead go ahead yeah no, I was just going to say, in those cases, you don't have a choice. When he worked in Detroit, nobody cared what he said in the sense of, you know, you're Canadian market. You're not going to say, you know, you, you have to play it this way. So I, I don't look at any fault in that. He's now realizing it's a whole different ballgame to be in a Canadian market versus being in Detroit. Okay, so a couple of things I got to hit on. It has to do with goaltending. Our poll question today yeah. for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who's, which NHL team's goaltending is the most concerning? Oilers, Leafs, or Florida Panthers? Because the Panthers have been in my top five all year long, but they've been giving up a lot of yeah. goals lately. They had a three-game uh, losing uh, losing streak on the go till they beat Ottawa last week. How would you answer yeah. that? Well, obviously the Oilers is the most concerning, but should Florida be yeah. in that poll? Well, I don't know if Florida would be, and I think Bobrovsky, when you look at the numbers, I, he's only had one playoff victory all time, and that was Columbus versus Tampa. Hey, you've made your bed with that. Now, could they find a more capable backup? Certainly Forsberg here in Ottawa, very underrated. I think he could be a, a co-starter somewhere, be a great insurance policy. But man, that one between Edmonton and Toronto is really interesting, because of course they've made their bed with Jack Campbell and Morazic, and Campbell, it looks like the energy, the wheels, the pressure, so I've looked at this and said to myself, hey, if I'm Toronto, knowing that market having worked there and knowing the last guys to have success were Belfort and, and Joseph, the only goaltender that would fit the mold in Toronto would be Marc-Andre Fleury. And that's something I'd try to do. And as far as Edmonton, well, again, uh, the last time they had a capable goaltender, would it have been Cujo? Would it have been Dwayne Rolison? I mean, this has been an issue in Edmonton, really from a drafting standpoint, going back to Grant Fear and Andy Moog. So it has not been pretty. But I think those two, and for, for Florida, hey, I'll be honest with you, if it doesn't work out with Bobrovsky, I pull a Cam Ward uh, like Carolina did back in the day, and I give Spencer Knight an opportunity. And speaking of this, because it's one of my favorite topics, goaltending, you and I are in the union. Yeah. By the way, Sean Simpson drafted by the Washington Capitals in 1986 and worked in the front office. A viewer pointed out earlier, you mentioned the Canadian market glare that Ken Holland's under. Is it tougher for yeah. goalies in Canada? 
Uh, you know what? People talk about that, but then I look at a market like Philadelphia and think, hey, how much pressure is there there? Hey, when you're in Canada, there's no doubt. But I had not recognized coming from Washington to work for the lease. We made the Raycroft trade, and obviously it didn't work out. We knew Rask was going to be real good. What I didn't understand with Raycroft is a whole different dynamic. Rookie of the year in Boston, you go there. I think the pressure there for sure. Do I think the Canadian markets are more pressure than others? Oh, absolutely. But there's certainly some tough places in the United States. But as an overall, oh, yeah, when Vancouver's got a good team, Calgary's competitive, well, kind of going up and down the list trying to play in Montreal. So I guess to answer your question, yeah, for sure it's going to be tougher. And Toronto, to me, is the epitome of, uh, you know, probably the toughest job, at least in the National Hockey League, being a goaltender for the lease. Interesting. We have 60 seconds. Who's Canada's best hope to bring home the Stanley Cup this spring? Well, you know, it's funny going into the season. I thought Winnipeg was the best team, and I still look at this as a real missed opportunity. But realistically, what has happened here, and what an incredible job they've done in Calgary. And I was really skeptical when Sutter came in, but when I look at that, Look at some of the additions they've made, uh, you know, and end up making the Toffoli trade the way Markstrom trade. As long as they don't run Markstrom right into the ground, I absolutely love what Calgary's doing. I'll be quite honest with you, this is today, and I respect Toronto, but in understanding where they're at, how poor they are defensively, can't imagine them going through or Tampa or Florida. So I think at the end of the day, Calgary Flames have a legitimate chance. And like I say, great work by them, because this time last year, I thought it was time to blow that thing up, maybe even change out the manager, but Brad's done <laughs> Great work. <laughs> I was leading the parade, man. I'm more than happy yeah. eating crow and yeah. giving them plaudits for the job that they've done. And boys, this city on fire with this hockey team. And uh, good for them. Simmer, thanks for the chat, my man. Uh, keep it up. Keep up the great work. I love following you. Yeah, you as well, brother. We'll talk to you soon. TSN 1200 Ottawa's Sean Simpson. Viewer takeover when we come back. The voice of the Oilers, Gino DePaoli, next hour. It's a Monday, and we're broadcasting live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. You're watching on Game Plus TV, live streaming daily on YouTube. And if you missed the show on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Game day in Calgary. How about that? They're waiting for those windows to open. It's the Flames and the Oilers tonight. That's actually an old video. Because there will be no masks tonight. In the Saddledome, it's sold out. Battle of Alberta, one of five National Hockey League games. I don't know where to start. we got so much to get to here in this viewer takeover segment. I will tell you, though, a couple of things before we get to the viewers. One, Tough Tribe for Men was designed to meet the unique demands of clean, professional grooming. They're one of our most trusted partners here on the RP Show. It's the warm scent of a gentleman's shampoo. Teams up with an invigorating, cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beard and hair pomade to start your day feeling fresh and confident. I do. It's available today at toughtribeformen.com 
and Amazon Canada. That's Tough Tribe for Men, the number four dot com. We, every Friday, do the contest, uh, the Bet Regal Game of the Weekend, and we're asking you for the past several weeks to text in any game of your choice and pick the winner. And Ron Thompson of Calgary. Where's my bell? Oh, here it is. Ron Thompson of Calgary. You are the winner. He picked the Colorado Avalanche to beat his... Hang on a second. He picked the Calgary Flames to beat his Colorado Avalanche, and uh, that's what went down. So, Ron, congratulations. We will be in touch with you. If I have that right, i got to go back and check the text line. Because you got to have the correct score prediction. Or not the score, but the winner. Are you confused enough yet? Because I am. Uh, sports update on this Monday. Brian McKeever continues to cement his place in Canadian Paralympic history. The 42-year-old from Calgary won gold in the men's 20-kilometer cross-country vision-impaired race in Beijing. It was McKeever's 14th gold medal and 18th medal overall at the Paralympics. Canada added six medals to double its tally on the third day of the Beijing Paralympics. The Canadians won three medals in cross-country skiing, two in snowboard cross, and one in alpine skiing. So now Canada has four gold, two silver, and six bronze. Uh, Those NHL games, the Maple Leafs are back on the ice tonight in the NHL. They've dropped two in a row. They take on the Blue Jackets in Seatown. Later, it is the Battle of Alberta here in Calgary. Oilers descending on the Saddle Dome. The Oilers have lost two in a row, three of their last four. And how about this? It's the 96th day of the Major League Baseball lockout. It's not clear if the two sides will meet today after failing to come to an agreement on Sunday. Players suggested the sides meet again. MLB told the union it would get back with a decision on whether to meet or not. This is baseball's second longest labor stoppage. Just wondering if you're aware that they're even in it. This sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. The Tap, Brewhouse, and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. What are we doing for time? About a minute and a half to go. Just under 90 seconds. Thank you. I'm checking the viewer comments here. Uh, we can sit here and talk about the Winnipeg Jets all day long. Next hour, when Gino DiPaoli joins us, we'll be talking a lot of BOA talk and some Junior A talk as well. I appreciate my cousin Chris ordering a trio pack of tough, tough time for men for my husband. Her husband. She says, excited to smell the conditioner. Oh, it's amazing. Last minute of play in hour one. Uh, people writing in saying, when was the last time the Ottawa Senators went deep in the playoffs? That's Northside YEG in Edmonton asks that. He says, I guess I could Google it. Nelson, our content creator, says the Sens were literally in the conference championship six years ago. But six years ago is a long time. That was against Pittsburgh, who went on to win the Stanley Cup, beating the Nashville Predators. Six years in hockey is an eternity. Six years in life is an eternity, and I don't think they've made the playoffs since. Okay. We'll pause for the cause. Smoke them if you got them. And a lot of hockey talk coming up in hour two. Stick around here on Game Plus TV and YouTube Live. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.